This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Welcome to Grace Thoughts, the radio ministry of Greater Grace Church, located here in beautiful Green Acres, Florida. We're a local family-oriented church that places a great emphasis on teaching the Word of God without today's current trends and compromises. Our church meets every Sunday at the Green Acres Community Center, located at 501 Swain Boulevard, at the intersection of 10th Avenue North. Worship begins at 10.30 a.m. Stay tuned now as we go to today's message, being taught by our pastor and Bible teacher, Dan Foster. We were talking about last couple of times something called rules or whether they're God's laws or man's ordinances the injunction was in the book of Colossians that not to allow ourselves to be judged by them let no man judge you so when it comes to our relationship to God our salvation, our relationship to God, rules are not the criteria whereby if we keep the rules, we go to heaven. If we break the rules, we don't. Or uh, beyond that, if we keep the rules, we have access to God. And if we break the rules, we don't. Access to God, is, as we mentioned, is based on the blood of Christ. And heaven and hell is a is a grace gift. Heaven is a grace gift. Salvation is a grace gift. And it's we are saved, of course, by grace through faith. And that not of ourselves, it is a gift of God. So we have these things that do not, rules do not pertain to these things. These things are set apart from any anything, any, any behavioral changes that are ever made in my life, whether prior to salvation or after salvation, do not affect what God gives me at salvation. He gives me eternal life, then I have eternal life. And the rules do not in make it make it more eternal. Uh, I don't know how you could make it more eternal, but the rules don't make it more eternal or less eternal. The ru rules don't make the gift bigger or smaller. The rules have nothing to do with it. We're talking about rules. We're talking about God's laws all the way to man's ordinances and everything in between. These things do not affect us. And in Romans 5 and verses 6 through 10 are a good uh, discourse on that, that while we were yet sinners and while we were still ungodly, he saved us and gave himself for us so that we could be with him forever. But this is totally apart from the law. And from the rules, by the deeds of the law shall no flesh be justified in his sight. However, in your New Testament alone, there are more than 1,000 rules. 603 or 613, depending on how you count, in the Old Testament. But in the New Testament, there's more than 1,000 places where the Bible is telling us what to do or what not to do. But those things are not uh, salvation-related. 
Those things do not determine your destiny. The rules are designed to guide our walk so that we might live in safety and blessing before God. And so he gives us instruction, correction, on how to live our lives here on earth so that we can have a life of safety. We need safety because we are surrounded by an atmosphere that is filled with demonic forces who seek and desire nothing more than to destroy your life. And so safety is very important to the believer, not to leave himself hung out there and give, giving a place to the devil and making himself vulnerable to attacks from all kinds of demonic warfare and, and all kinds of things come at him from the atmosphere. So he wants to be safe. The believer wants to be blessed. And he wants to have peace. And he wants to have happiness in life. And, and those, those kinds of things are the things that God will bless us with or give to us. Uh, and those things are contained and found in the keeping of God's rules, God's ordinances, God's mandates, God's instructions, God's teachings in the New Testament to guide us and help us to order our lives in wisdom. Which means we, wisdom means I make the right choices. So we order our lives in, in, in wisdom, and the consequence or the result or the reward of walking in wisdom, doing, doing life as God says to do it, is safety, blessing, peace, happiness, and so forth. And these are a temporal, temporal reward, not an eternal one, because in the eternity, even if you live a miserable life on earth, or you're, you're a Christian, we've, and we've known some, they are, they are saved people who, who choose not to follow God's way of doing life on earth and live miserable lives, make bad decisions, live, uh, feeling, live, live in depressions much of the time of their life, uh, live stressed out, live overwhelmed by life's de- details and so forth. They don't have victory in life. They're, they're, they're not victorious. They don't follow the rules. And because they don't follow the rules, they end up with the consequence of not being safe and blessed and peaceful and happy. And that's a temporal consequence because someday they will die. They will pass from death unto life. They will go into glory. And the moment they go into glory, in Psalm 17, it says they awake in a place of, of, of joy and happiness. So even if they didn't experience it here, it is waiting for them. But you can't experience it here. You, 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 you can't have a little piece of the action now by doing life the way God says to do it. And so he doesn't force us to do it that, that way. He doesn't make us live life the way he wants us to, make, to, to live it. He simply lays it out there and says, this is what you ought to do. This is how you ought to think. This is how you ought to go. This is how you ought to choose. And when you follow that blueprint, you discover safety and peace and happiness and joy. So it's quite a thing. And then those things have nothing to do with your salvation. That happened on day one uh, before you were, there was any changes in your life, behavioral-wise or in your attitude or in your thought life. The only, the only change in your thought life was you put your trust in Jesus Christ as your Savior. And you gave up on anything else that you might have thought would get you to heaven. 
like uh, being part of a certain de- denomination or uh, fulfilling certain ob- obligations or uh, going through certain ceremonies or uh, being baptized or whatever else is out there that people think, if I just do that, I'll go to heaven. And we give up on that. And we just accept the Bible's point of view that the only way to heaven is through a Savior and through trust and reliance upon a Savior, a person. And once we do that, that's the only change that took place when you and I got saved. We were still the rascals we were the moment before we got saved. And uh, from that point on, of course, God gave us his Holy Spirit, uh, which, is, which, which is the enabler to help us to, uh, to, to support and to strengthen us in the decisions we make when we make the godly decisions as found in those 1,000-plus instructions, rules, ordinances, mandates in the New Testament on how to live your life. So if you are truly saved, then the Holy Spirit within us, when a person is not living according to God's way of life, if you're truly saved, then the Holy Spirit who is in you is grieved with your performance, with your decision-making, and as a result, he will also will not allow you to be content with your lifestyle. Whatever you're choosing to live, however you're choosing to go, if it's outside of God's plan for your life, then the Holy Spirit's job is to see to it that he doesn't provide for you contentment. So you're uneasy. You're, you're troubled. You're, you're doing things that you always thought you wanted to do, but you're not really not that happy with it. You've achieved some things that you thought would really make you happy, but it's not. it doesn't have it. It's just not there for you. And there's always something missing. And so these are the, called the consequences of living life outside of God's plan for your life. These consequences intensify as you go on in life. As you continue to ignore God, continue to walk away from God, do your own thing, and ignore God's way of life, then the consequences intensify, and the purpose of that intensification is to get you back with walking with God. Hebrews chapter 12, as well as 2 Corinthians 7 and verse 10. It's the sorrow that works repentance in your life. It's the sorrow that brings about a change. And that's a beautiful thing when that happens. Us, maybe some of us have gone through that when we've, uh, we've uh, experienced being hung out there. And it just wasn't, it just, it just, there was something so much missing in my life. I'm a Christian, I'm saved, but I'm, I'm just missing so much. And then, uh, and then you can, and then you hook up with the body. You hook up with the Bible. You start making better decisions. And you start getting a sense of safety and happiness and peace and joy. And, and uh, that's, that's kind of restored to you, as David mentioned in Psalm 51, restoring to me the joy of my salvation. Just the joy. My salvation didn't go anywhere. Just the joys left, though. Now, that's a good thing when people, people repent and they go back to God. Uh, unfortunately, there are a handful Psalm thirty four eighteen. There are a handful that harden their hearts instead of, of instead of brokenness and humility. 
They just dig their heels in. They get more stubborn, more more rebellious, and they're not going to budge. And they're sad people. They're saved people, many of them. But they're sad people. Because God has so much for them to enjoy, even here on earth, before they get to heaven, and they're just not interested. They have their own ideas about what they want for their life. And not even God can talk them out of it. So that's the that's the deal. In the, and then, so then chapter 3 comes in, and the apostle tells us that in conclusion to all that, that our lives are where, where we find our life, where we where we find the fulfillment and satisfaction and enjoyment of real life on earth is it's hid with Christ in God. It's not in the world. It's not in the things of this world. It's not in the things of the flesh. It's not in the pursuits of the fleshy and greedy mind. It's not in any of those things. It's not in any of that. It is in Christ. Your life is found in Christ. And so often, I can remember years years gone by, you can, you, you, you hear that and you agree with it, and then you're running out the door chasing something else. And you agree, yeah, yeah, yeah I know, Jesus is it. Thank you for listening to Grace Thoughts, the radio ministry of Greater Grace Church, located in Greenacres, Florida. Grace Thoughts can be heard daily at 12.15 p.m. and weekends on Saturdays at 8 a.m. and Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on this same station. For complete messages and information about our ministry, you can visit us on the web at greatergracechurch.net. Again, that's greatergracechurch.net. Donations can be made directly through the website or mail us at Grace Thoughts, P.O. Box 540993, Greenacres, Florida, 33454. That's P.O. Box 540993, Greenacres, Florida, 33454. We hope you've enjoyed today's program and will tune in to us next time as we consider together God's heart towards us in Grace Thoughts. Are you tired of trying to rid your home of ants, roaches, and spiders? Have rodents invaded your